So we've done a lot of stupid menial things together, and I thought, why not add another stupid menial thing to that list? And that would be folding laundry, because we've got a shitload of it, because I avoid it, because I hate it, and my lovely, lovely significant other had suggested that I fold the fucking laundry already because she's sick of fucking walking by it. So that's what I'm doing with you guys, because I figured two birds, one stone, quality programming, win, 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 win. And I'm stuck with the eternal struggle of how to fold a fitted sheet. Now, I've, I've watched a lot of YouTube videos on this. Like, you wouldn't think that would be on the list of my priorities, but it is. It's up there. So, I mean, I've, I've kind of got it. And the, oh, not the fitted sheet. What's the one? Oh, is that the fitted sheet? Yeah, top sheet is the other one. The one with the elastic on it. That's kind of shaped all fucking stupid. Like, we have 800 kinds of tampons with various strings, be it braided or not braided, but someone can't figure out how the fuck to fold. Like, <sighs> anyway, so I'm going to be doing this while we talk today because that's what friends do, you know? They hang out at each other's houses. They complain about folding these fucking terrible sheets. And the thing that pisses me off is you know that Sarah knows how to fold these in a delicious little package, and now I look like I'm fucking... This looks like a three-year-old folded it. But you know what? You ask me to do something, I do it to the best of my ability. 110%. Even though Sarah has a theory that I do things poorly on purpose to get out of doing it. But I have this fear of, like, starting the dishwasher because I feel like I'm not loading it properly. Because maybe, I don't mean, I'm not a doctor or anything, but maybe it's because she always says I never load it properly. So the dishwasher will be crammed as full as I can get it. And she'll come along and do some weird... Jenga Tetris thing and all of a sudden she's got like eight more plates in there and three more cups and she's like Do you do this? Poorly on purpose and I'm like, yeah It's my master plan to look as stupid as I possibly can That's the goal because she thinks that like, you know how Men are stereotypically kind of they just go whoa and then they leave and then they never have to you know fold laundry or <sighs> Anything like that, but I assure you I am NOT being stupid on purpose. I am just genuinely stupid um, yeah, so those are the wonderful things in my life. I still didn't fold that sheet right. And if she comes along and, like, looks at it and looks at me like I'm a fucking idiot, there's going to be words. Okay, someone's leaving crying. Yeah, yeah, it'll be me. Shut up. Mind your own fucking business. So, um, just in case this is your first show, uh, it's probably going to be your last show, because who the fuck does a podcast while someone is folding laundry? But whatever, let's hang out. As if you don't listen to this and fold laundry. Come on, let's be even Stevens here. Um, I've had some fun in the past uh, little while. Um, I've broken a bone in my shoulder, uh, man, two months ago now. Feels like just yesterday. And uh, I've started physio because the doctor said you need to get physio. Physio. He wants to hear my body talk. Body talk. And uh, so I went and uh, I had an unusually wonderful time. Uh, which is weird because I never really meet people... And enjoy them. I usually meet people and they just because like you know I'm obnoxious and I know I'm obnoxious but I can't stop myself because I just find people so funny because they just don't get me ever. It's really rare to meet someone who's like oh okay yeah you're totally trying to make me laugh. They usually just look at you just all slow and blank and dumb like me with this fitted sheet. I just keep staring at it hoping it's gonna tell me how to fold it but it <sighs> doesn't seem like that's gonna happen. Anyway so I went to physio and I asked them, I'm like, is it cool to bring a kid? Because I have a three-year-old. Oh, yeah, we love kids because 
I love my kid and I don't want to send him to daycare and it's going to take, like, I don't, like, for, for him to go to daycare for 45 minutes will take me an hour because I've got to pack him a little snack, a little lunch, maybe he goes, and then the time that the physio appointment was for, all the kids are napping, so it wasn't exactly ideal. And they're like, oh, sure, yeah, bring him, yeah, we love kids. So we went, and my kid's pretty cute, you know, he's a nice kid, he talks a lot. I don't know where he gets that from, but he's a good kid and he's easy to bring places, so I brought him and he's chill. And uh, we're in there, and the lady comes out, quite handsome woman, but, you know, like, she's attractive. She was, like, not terrifyingly attractive, because I find, like, really good-looking people are scary. I don't know what that is. It's like a, it's like a, an attractive phobia I have, where they're, like, almost too good-looking to talk to you. It, like, makes me nervous or something. But she was just, like, regular good-looking, not, like, supermodel terrifying good-looking. <sighs> like, this is where my cardiovascular health is. I'm, <laughs> I'm unable to breathe and talk and fold laundry. I don't know if you've picked up on that, but I have to do a lot of sighs and deep breaths because it's hard to stand and fold laundry and talk at the same time. All right, good. Real good sign there, real good. I'm gonna be fine going back to work, no problem. No problem at all. Did I tell you guys the story about how I was so excited that um, I st stood on the scale about a week ago or so? Or, oh fuck, maybe, maybe two months ago, time really has no meaning to me. And I'm like, oh, wow, look at that. I've actually lost weight being at, at home. Um, and I'm a litter carrier, so I walk a lot. And I was like, oh, wow, wow, I really am, you know, eating, eating clean. And uh, yeah, then I look down and the scale is like on the bath mat. So it was about 10 pounds inaccurate. Great. That's really great. Anyway, I don't know what the point of telling you that was. Anyway, brass tacks, people, brass tacks. Uh, so she's doing, the physio lady's doing the assessment and Malcolm's just playing around doing whatever he does. They, they brought him a box of toys and he was very interested in what was going to happen and asked a lot of questions and stuff. And uh, she's doing this assessment and she's like, okay, so like, what do you do for, um, for activities? And I was like, what do you mean activities? Like, like puzzles or, and she's like, oh, and she looks at Malcolm and she's like, your mom's funny. And I thought, okay, because like, you know, I, I feel like a lot of things like that get lost on people. And I'm very aware that my personality is not well received. It's kind of like either people get you or they just fucking don't. And I didn't know what to make of her because Sarah wasn't there. Because Sarah has this funny habit that I've told you about before where if, um, if someone's clearly not getting that I'm joking, she'll do this <laughs> like nervous over the top laughter to signal to the regular normal person that I'm joking, okay? And she, you know, cause like, when someone asks me how I hurt myself and I say, Simon says, nine out of 10 times they don't get it. It's not, it's not funny to them. And I didn't have Sarah there for the buffer. So she's like, that's funny. Your mom's funny. She's like the comedians, like, you know, comedians never really laugh at each other's jokes. They just go, good one. That's funny. Tignataro is like famous for that. No laugh, but just acknowledging that it was funny and then they just move along. So I felt like that's what was happening there. And she was a little stiff, so I was like, okay, stop talking. But I can't help it. It's like a tick. Like when I'm uncomfortable, I make, I make inappropriate comments. And she's like, yeah, so the activities, like what's your activity level? And I, I, I looked at her and I'm like, uh, like I'm a human panda. I mean, I, I just like to lay around and eat. And the similarities don't stop there. Like, look at me. She's like, uh, cause like awkward. Like, what is she supposed to say? Yeah, you're 
at? Oh, shit. Hey, go for a walk once in a while. But I was like, I'm like, I'm just kidding. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's like the second that's funny. I was like, shit, stop talking. But I couldn't stop. And uh, well, who doesn't want a panda-shaped woman? Come on. Oh, God, you know, on Twitter, there was this thing. I know I'm like a week late, but I haven't done a show in a while. And there was this thing where it was like, oh, the dad bod. Pardon fucking me, the dad bod? Which is basically, you know, your dad. Like a fat kind of tubby doofus man boo body oh the dad bod is there a mom bod is there a hey look at my fat flop over my c-section scar bod can we get that trending on twitter no of course not women need to be starving at all times god forbid we ever be fucking happy with a bowl full of caramel popcorn no we have to have all the self-loathing that's what we need that's what women get men get oh dad bod yeah oh he's got it he's got a total dad bod Translation, he eats fucking cheesy gorditos for, like, every meal of the day. But that's okay, because he's got a dead bod. Yeah. Maybe I am a bit of a feminist. Or maybe I'm just fat and angry and don't want to do anything about it. Whatevs, you know. Either way. Either way. There's still one more fitted sheet, guys. I'm not going to be able to do this. Okay. Now, having said that. Having said that. The ladies, uh, the physio lady is, um, still assessing. And... Now she's showing me these exercises and I get uncomfortable, you know, with, with physical activity because of the panda issue. And, uh, she's like, okay, are you going to remember these? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. She's like, what did I just say? I'm like, I'm not sure. She's like, so you're not going to remember? And I said, well, okay, for being honest, probably not. And she said, okay, I'll send you these videos. And she did. And I enjoyed those videos. And then we're talking, we're talking, Malcolm's playing. It's almost like I've forgotten he's there at this point because, um, he's done supervising my exercises like to stretch my arm and stuff, which fucking hurt, you know? And she's like telling me um, all this stuff, giving me advice. And she's like, okay, well, I'm going to really get on you about your posture. And my, here's what I do. Here's how I sit. I basically, um, I'm going to save the fitted sheet for last so that we can really talk about that like 18 more times. I have really poor posture. And um, basically what happens is I sit down and then my rolls kind of take over and they hold up the rest of my body. Like I hang hang my shoulders way low. And uh, she kept saying, okay, I'm going to really get onto you about your posture. I'm going to, okay, you're going to have to stand up straight. I'm like, am I doing it? She's like, no. <laughs> okay, how about now? Better. Okay. And I was like, are you saying that I have terrible posture? She said, I am not saying anything. What I am suggesting, <laughs> yeah, is that you stand up straighter. Oh, okay, great. Good language. And then I came home and I said, Sarah, that woman had the nerve to imply that I have poor posture. And Sarah's like, uh, like, are you joking right now? And I'm like, no, I know I'm a fucking, like, I'm too lazy to even hold my shoulders back. I'm aware. I know. I know. It's okay. So now we've been there for about 40 minutes and Malcolm always tells me when he has to go to the bathroom. He's always like, mama, potty. So I didn't think about it before we left the house because he always tells me. And we get there, he's playing around, he's playing around. And then he looks at me with the fear of God in his eyes. It was almost like I gave him a fitted sheet to fold. And he was like, oh, um, mama, I said, yeah, I just peed in my pants. I said, what? I, I peed in my pants. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sakes. Why? Except I didn't say that. Because I was like all stressed out, you know, like, oh, bring your kid to physio. Because, you know, these people are professionals, apparently, and... 
having to have a kid there would be annoying, especially with him, because, like, he talks a lot and asks a lot of questions and wants to know stuff, and then he did get distracted with the toys for a few minutes, and now he's peed his pants in her fucking little cubicle or whatever. And by cubicle, I mean, uh, tarped area. The only thing separating all of us were curtains. So you could hear everyone saying everything. Now keep that in mind for the next story, okay? And I was like, ah. Oh. And then the lady's like, oh, don't worry, don't worry. We love kids here. It's totally not a big deal. No problem. She was so fucking nice. Because I know if I was a physiotherapist and uh, this panda woman brought in her kid who peed his pants, and of course I didn't have a change of clothes, why would I do that? That's what a responsible smart mother would do. Because we've been traveling light lately. He doesn't need a stroller. He just needs an EpiPen in my pocket for his egg allergy. And that's pretty well it. So I'm like enjoying just getting into the car and getting out. So I didn't think to bring a backpack or anything. So basically, we went into the bathroom. Uh, I took his underwear off because that was the most wet. And uh, I just set him up. I'm like, okay, well, he's like, my butt's wet. My butt's like wet. Why is it wet? I'm like, you, you peed your pants. Like, it doesn't take a genius to figure that one out. Oh, okay. I'm like, just stand up, let it dry, don't sit on anything, and we'll leave. Because it was almost at the end of the of the video of the visit. And uh, yada yada yada. I was like, I'm really sorry. She said, no problem. So I made my next physio appointment for five. The next the next time I had to visit, because that way Sarah would be home. It would be a non-issue because he would be home with her and I would be alone, right? Like, I wouldn't have to worry about about him having an accident or anything or being annoying to her because he wouldn't be there. It would be easier for her to handle. So the next visit comes along and uh, I head over there. And, oh, you know what? I forgot one part. She told me to wear a tank top next time. I don't own a tank top for a, a series of reasons, one of which being my huge, fat, ham hock mom arms. And the other reason is that I'm a mailman, so the top third of my arm is always like four shades whiter than the bottom because they're, my, my forearms are always exposed and way more tan than the rest of me. And my right arm is way more tan than my left arm because I have to carry the mail that way, which is really, you know, this is probably beyond you guys because, you know, you're just civilians. Like, you probably just have stupid jobs, like maybe you're an IT tech or a physician assistant, or an acupuncturist, like, this is the male. I mean, do you think any alcoholic with a dad that works for the post office can just get a job? Like, it's very complex. Very complex. What was I saying? Oh, the physio, right. So she's telling me to, t to get a tank top, and I was explaining to her that I don't own one. And I said, well, I can buy one. She's like, well, don't worry about it. You know what, you can come back, and you can put one of those gowns on. And uh, I just need access to your shoulder. And I thought, okay. She's like, no, no, don't buy one. And I thought, oh, I can wear my girlfriend's. And then she's like, no, don't worry about it. Just wear, just wear the gown. It'll be fine. So I said, okay. So the next time I go there, um, I, I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me. Really, I'm kind of ashamed of my behavior. I got a little too familiar, you know, in the sense that uh, we started, you know, started talking and she comes over. She's like, oh, sorry about the weight, blah, 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 blah. I'm sitting there. She said, put the gown on. I was like, we don't really. Yeah, put the gown on. Okay put the gown on. She's like, you're sitting on it. I said, well, your instructions weren't specific. You didn't say don't sit on it. So I sat on it. And then she comes over and she's got this like butter knife thing. It's not a butter knife, but it had like kind of a slightly sharp edge on one side. And uh, she starts like rubbing my shoulder with it for whatever reason. And then she comes back and she's like, oh, I'm just going to get the ultrasound. And I said, what? She's like, yeah, just, just wait. So she comes back 
and she's got this ultrasound machine. And she said, okay, so here's what we're going to do. I'm like, is that seriously an ultrasound machine? She said, yeah. And I said, okay, well, all right then. And she's like, well, there's a crystal in here. And I said, there's a crystal in there. She's like, yeah, I know it sounds weird, but there's a crystal. Uh-huh. There's a crystal in here. And, uh, I'm going to rub it on your skin. And I was like, and it takes like ultra. I don't remember what she said. I wasn't even listening. She lost me at crystal. She's like, yeah, I know. There's a crystal in here and it's a magic wand. And I was like, yeah. And she said, I know it sounds spacey. So I was like, okay. And at some point we started talking. She asked about young Malcolm and how did we come up with a name? And then I told her the series of Malcolms I came across and yada, yada. I listened to the old shows. Nobody wants to hear that fucking boring story again. And we talked about that. And then, I don't know, we, we started talking about all this kind of stuff. And then I was like, yeah, he's, he's, he's donor conceived. And she's like, are you going to have any more kids? And I said, oh, that's how it happened. She said, are you going to have any more kids? And I said, well, um, not out of my body, but we, we are going to try in a few months or whatever. She's like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, did I, did I tell you, did I tell you that? And she's like, well, you said girlfriend. So I assumed that, you know, I don't judge. I assumed that you had like a girlfriend. And she's like at that age where she's young enough to understand that when a when a rugged woman says girlfriend, she doesn't mean best friend. She means like cunnilingus partner. Do you know what I mean? And she's like, I don't judge. And I looked at her and I'm like, well, I do. And she's <laughs> and then we started laughing and it was fun. And uh, she rubbed her magic wand on me and she kept telling me to relax because I get weirded out. I don't like being touched by people I don't know. I don't like hugging people I do know. I don't like hugging. And it's just weird that this lady is rubbing me down with like ultrasound stuff and she's sitting across from me and there's a timer on the machine and I'm like you have to do this for seven minutes she said yeah and I was like well why don't you take a minute off and she's like you don't like this do you and I'm like no does anyone like this well I don't mind I get to sit down and I was like yeah we get to sit down across from me like what mm, big prize anyway the reason I'm telling you this story is I finally met someone in the past like I don't know four years outside of work that didn't give me the slow blink when I'd say stuff. And it was like so exciting and she was really funny. And I can't remember what I said at one point, but it was like crossing the line into like overly familiar. And she's like, yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and close the curtain on that one. And I couldn't stop laughing. She's like, I'm just kidding. And I'm like, no, I know that's pretty funny. And it was exciting. Cause I don't often meet people who get jokes or get me or understand that life is kind of funny sometimes. And okay, here's the last fitted sheet. What, we've done laundry together. I only have a few socks to go to fold there, so I'm just going to get rid of this fitted sheet now. Why do I even bother trying? It just looks stupid. Anyway, so I had fun. And then at the very end, she's trying to... I'd been there for like an hour and a half, and I just had enough. And I just wanted to go home. I was sick of being rubbed with butter knives and uh, magic wands. And it was just, you know, it was just fucking time to go. And uh, she's like, okay, I just want to show you something. And she had kind of like a pulley... Do you guys remember, I'm going to make a really inane Seinfeld reference now that nobody will get but me and Buster. There was an episode of Seinfeld where he had um, these these pulleys that he would do his arm exercises on and he'd hook it onto a doorknob and he like jiggled Jerry's door and Jerry thought that someone was trying to kill, kill him, like break into the apartment. Basically, it's a pulley kind of system like that, like except it hangs on your door or it hangs in the gym. So she's like showing me and I'm just like, fuck, you know, there's a big window here. I just don't want to be fat. And like sit there and use this pulley. And I'm like, she's trying to show me. And I said, you know what? We don't need to do this. She said, what? I'm like, look, we don't have to do this. You and I, it's not necessary. She's like, are you, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't want to do this. She's like, you don't want to do this? I said, no. 
but you should, you should really do it. Let's see how high you can lift your arm. And I can only lift it to, I'll do it now, to like shoulder level. So it's parallel with my shoulder. And she said, okay, well, look what I can do. And she put her arm, you know, like a normal person way up high in the sky. And uh, she's like, do you want to be able to lift your arm? And I said, well, yeah, I'd like to. And she's like, well, you need to do the pulley exercises. And I said, do I have to do them here? And she said, well, hang on a second. So she went and got me this pulley machine that you hook up to a door. It like, basically, it's like a, it's like a hook and then the pulley attaches to it. So you can just, and I was like, oh, great. I can do this at home. She said, why don't you want to do it here? And I was like, look, your crystal and your magic wand, I got really in tune with it and I can sense like negative energy in here and it's like making me feel really weird. And she's like, get out. <laughs> I said, okay. She's like, take your pulley and go to the front. And I was like, okay. And she's like, you're going to do the exercises at home, right? And I was like, of course. I'm like, look at me. Like, look at this. Do you think I lack in the exercise department? I don't think so. I don't think so. So there, that was that. That's a great story. I'm really glad I got to share that with you guys. Um, I just really enjoyed her. And it's so rare. And I was like, da, 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 da. I felt like I made a new friend, except I didn't. And I probably weirded her out and made her uncomfortable. But she at least laughed a few times. She didn't do the you're funny thing. Because usually when people say that you, you're funny thing, what they mean is stop talking because you're annoying. Or stop talking because I don't get it. Or, well, combination of the two. But this time she actually laughed and it was fun. I had a fun time and I hardly ever have fun and I hardly ever leave my house or the side of my family so it was a wonderful experience I hope you guys all enjoy your physio too and I'm really looking forward to being able to move my arm and I am doing the fucking exercises you don't need to ask of course I'm doing them I want to be able to move my arm I can't commit to anything to wait for weight loss because I like cheeseburgers and sitting down but I can't I really want to move my arm so I'm on it um okay let's hear from someone new and well Take a listen. This this brings great, great pride to my heart. Hang on. All right. So, Sandra, what's up? It's Heather. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to tell you about this neighbor of mine. I'm um, thinking I should probably use a different name. So, hmm. I guess I'll call her... I'll call her Jane. So, I don't know if Jane's right, but I'll use it. So, anyway, to paint the picture for you... Um, so I rent this house, and I've been in it for like a year and a half. And the woman who owns the house is actually a lady that I used to work with a long time ago, like maybe 10 years ago, um, like in my past life when I was married to a guy. That's a whole other story. Um, but so, you know, I've since gotten divorced, and I have three kids, and I'm a lesbian, so that's all good. Life's pretty good, um, but... Anyway, the lady that owns my house, her name is Linda, um, she has this, like, studio apartment thing in the basement, and for a long time, it was pretty much vacant, but she had, uh, somebody living down there who was pretty much always, like, at her boyfriend's house, so it's been cool, like, it's been quiet, it's like I have the house to myself, and so a few months ago, that woman moved out, and this new neighbor, uh, who I'll call Jane, moved in. And so Linda, the owner of the house, slash landlord, landlady, whatever the hell we should call her, um, she told me that, um, she made the mistake of telling me that this tenant is looked at the apartment with her mom. So to give you some background, like if you could picture, um, 
and like I don't know you, but I've listened to a lot of your podcasts, and I think that probably I'd be on the same page with you of like with people who you would maybe consider to be like sandpaper, like people that you just can't really, they just bug the shit out of you, like this chick, everything about her bugs the shit out of me. So Linda, the landlady, told me that the Jane chick came and looked at this apartment with her mom, and her mom told Linda the story of how she was Jane, the the current, the renter, she's now the renter, was living, I think, in Idaho. She went to college out there, and the mom was appalled and said, basically, it was like, oh, my little baby girl, you know, she was renting this apartment in Idaho, and she had these three women as roommates, and she's like, one of them was a tattoo artist. Like, can you believe that? Like, can you believe somebody would be a tattoo artist? But even worse, two of the women were lesbians and they used to kiss each other in front of our little, you know, basically like my precious little princess watched, was horrified because she watched these two women kiss each other and they were her roommates. And so why it is that my landlady told me this story, I do not know because she knows that I'm gay and she knows my life story and she knows I'm really out. And I, I don't know. I don't know if she told me that to like, who knows, but so right off the bat, I just had like a bad, you know, we didn't get off on the right foot because I'm thinking, God, this chick who I, first of all, I'm like, okay, so this is like this chick's in her twenties, you know, she comes to look at a place she's going to rent with her mom and her mom has to screen it. Like that alone is, that's like a, not a good thing in my opinion. Um, and so where was I going with this? Okay, so basically, yeah, comes and looks at it with her mom, and then I find out from my landlady that she's sounds like she's homophobic, and so uh, I've just been hoping, you know, my girlfriend, who we don't live together yet, but hopefully soon that will happen, so whenever my girlfriend's here, which is only during the times when I don't have my kids, because we haven't gotten to the point of integrating our lives yet, and she has a kid, and so we want to, like, wait until we're basically ready to get married or close to that point. We're not close to that point yet. So she's not here much, my girlfriend. But every time she's here, even though it's not often, I'm like, God, why don't you come downstairs with me? Because the washer and dryer that myself and this neighbor slash homophobe Jane, she and I share a washer and dryer. And so, um, you know, I keep trying to get my girlfriend to just, like, make random trips to the washing machine, like, in hopes of crossing her path so that I can, like, make out with her and freak her out. So I've been cranking your podcast as much as I can because I'm hoping that she can, like, hear, you know, maybe she'll catch some something that you say. And every time when you're talking about, like, you know, anything you can say that's, like, really abrasive or like blatant or out there about like being gay or lesbians or anything like throw out you know come on like use the word dyke a little more you know anything you can do to sound like totally out there so I've been cranking your podcast as much as I can and hoping you know in hopes of her hearing it and so my moment of glory came when last Saturday it was probably about seven o'clock in the morning well actually it was more like seven thirty. so and in my neighborhood, like it's 
you know, houses are pretty close to each other. And my neighborhood, everybody was up. I mean, it was like a beautiful sunny day. And so people are up and about. Some people are mowing their lawn. So it's not, it's 730. I realize that's kind of an early time, but like everybody was up. So there's all these noises. My neighbors across the street, they're kind of like ghetto hot rod people. They've got like, they're working on cars, loud engines running. So I'm like, oh, nice time to crank up the podcast a little bit. So I didn't have my kids with me that weekend, turn it up. And so I'm like walking around my house, doing some stuff. And I think I was playing, um, your episode of like how, how dumb is she, which is incredibly fitting in my opinion, because this chick has no common sense. And if you want to hear more, I've got all kinds of stories about this woman, but the best story is, so I'm up and about, and I got your podcast cranking and I get a text from her and the text just says one sentence. It says, that is really loud. And I thought that was the best damn thing. I was like, you know, mission accomplished because I just, I can't even believe I live like under the same roof with a homophobic biatch, you know, like herself. So I just thought it was funny. And, and so I did not reply and I did not turn it down. In fact, I think I turned it up a little bit. And I thought to myself, you know, that passive aggressive bullshit, like that is really loud, period. Well, did you want me to turn it down? Because if you did, you could say like, that is really loud, comma, could you please turn it down, question mark? But she didn't even say that. She just said that is really loud. So I was tempted to respond in like a smart ass way and be like, like, what, what could I respond to that with? Like, the sky is really blue. That crossed my mind, you know. And, yeah, I could go on and on. But, anyway, I just thought that I should tell you that I was incredibly proud that I got that response. Because not only was it a podcast, you know, that she thought was too loud, but it was a podcast about, you know, lesbian stuff. So, anyway, I thought I'd tell you that. If you want to hear any more about her, um, I've got the stories are piling up because she drives me nuts. She is my, she is my nemesis. So anyway, thank you. Talk to you later. Bye. I can't tell you how much joy it brings to my heart that you used my, my podcast as like noise pollution to piss off your neighbor. I think, I think that's better than winning any kind of award. That's better than an iTunes review. So thanks, Heather. I really appreciate that. And, um... Dyke, dyke, cunt, cunt, bitch, uh, pussy, pussy, homosexual, lesbian, 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 homosexual, fingering, cunt, pussy, cunt. Okay, great. Glad that worked out. Um, there's so much I want to know. Like, I wonder, I wonder what she thinks about my shitty podcast. Do you think she's left a negative review because she fucking hates me and my stupid voice waking her up at 7.30 in the morning? Probably. I'm going to say probably. Thanks for doing that. It's re- it really is an honor that you use my voice to irritate your neighbor. Thank the sweet Lord Jesus, I've made it. Like, if, if I die tomorrow, knowing that you've done this, I'll die a happy man. Absolutely, 110%. If you were interested, Heather, in maybe sending more ways... I really don't want her to shoot you, though. She's beneath you. Could she not shoot you with a shotgun in your bed, if she wanted? Would Just be careful. Don't... Don't get yourself hurt over my annoying voice. Just, you don't need to do that. Um, thank you. If you want to, Heather, send in something, Heather, about Heather, uh, maybe how you were married to a dude once for long enough to have three kids. I'd really like to hear that. 
and how you figured that out and how, oh God, that must've been quite the story. Anyway, look, email me, we'll work something out. Not everybody needs to know that I'm, well, I guess everybody does know because I just, okay. All right. Okay. Well, I think that's just about a show. I feel, um, the one thing I forgot to really reiterate in my physio story about how I just couldn't stop talking was that remember how there's only part, the only partitions are curtains and everyone could hear what I was saying. And even when you're whispering, you can hear everything because the dividers are, are curtains and not actual walls. And we were talking, I was talking about, um, yeah, she's like, oh, he's donor conceived. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, he's cute. You got lucky. And I'm like, oh, I know. And then I just would not stop talking about sperm for the next six minutes while she was doing the wand. Like, I wish I had a button I could flick. And I'm sure Sarah does too, where I would just stop fucking talking. And I'm sure Heather's neighbor wishes that Heather would flick that switch because she can. She can just turn me off, but she's not going to. And you know what? She's going to play it louder and you're going to have to like it or hate it. You can, yeah, you can hate it, but you can't really do anything about it except maybe shoot her. God, I hope you don't get shot because you blasted my podcast. That would really suck, but be kind of awesome. Like no offense or anything. Cause I'm sure your life is valuable. You have kids and everything, but I mean, this show's really about me and you getting killed over my annoying voice would make me feel pretty special. Okay. Wow. That, I think that is the most narcissistic thing anyone has ever said in the history of the world. Wow, that's another award for me. <laughs> See what I did there? Okay. So, uh, Garbage Hill Podcasting Network, check that out. Google that. Check out all the shows from Winnipeg. There's a whole bunch of them. You like wrestling, they've got Loose Rips Wrestling. You like collecting shit, they got Warped Increase. You like uh, obscure Winnipeg, Manitoba bands that maybe nobody's ever heard of, but you know, there is a show called Witch Police Radio. You can check that out. If you want a guy and a gal talking, there is uh, No One Is Safe podcast, which is fun. And I think they have a video game show called The Arcade that you can check out. There's a show called Take a Seat, which is an interview show. There's Beyond the Handle, which is a guy who finds people on Twitter and, I don't know, talks to them about stuff, which is fun. So check out all of those shows. Stitcher, you can put us in your favorites on Stitcher. Leave an iTunes review for the love of God. I mean, I understand you can't all be Heathers and use me as a weapon, to offend slash irritate their homophobic neighbors. Oh God, wouldn't it be a great world if I could do that? Like if everyone did that? Like if I was the catalyst to free people of their preconceived notions about homosexuals and, and homophobia? If, if I, God, I am a narcissist. I didn't think fat and ugly people could be narcissistic, but I, we can't. This just in. Yada, yada, yada. iTunes review. Leave one. Heather has... She's my new favorite listener. She submitted something. She's left an iTunes review. She was entertaining. It was good. Great. Good job, Heather. Um, so do that, iTunes reviews. Yes, you can subscribe. You should probably click the subscribe button on iTunes. I don't really know what it does, but I've been listening to this Podcasting 101 show, and they feel that the subscription button is, like, very important and yada, yada, yada. So click subscribe, even if you stream, because for what, I don't know, I don't fucking get it. I don't get any of this podcasting shit. I just don't. Uh, change of address uh, 69 at gmail.com if you want to contribute much like Heather did and what else oh yeah Sandra D. Sanchez on Facebook and Twitter you can find me there I don't do anything on Twitter but uh, whatever oh hey you know what there's one more thing I want to talk to you about really quickly and then I'm just going to end abruptly because I've already said all my dumb shit oh change of address Facebook page you can like that Facebook page you can like that I don't really do anything on there but it's good for the esteem you know because I'm quite clearly lacking in the esteem department due to my 
stupid comments. Right. Um, have you guys heard of the fucker in the pussy thing? No, fucker right in the pussy. I don't know when it started, but I remember listening to Keith and the girl a couple years ago and they were at some sporting event and this woman reporter asked this guy some question and he's just said, fucker right in the pussy, like really fast. And it got out because it was on live TV. So it's become a thing that guys think are funny and I'm partially a dude. So I kind of partially think it's a little bit tiny bit funny here and there sometimes. So anyway, in Toronto, there was some game. I don't know what. I don't follow sports. It looked like soccer, maybe rugby, maybe football. I don't know. They all look the same. And this woman is outside and she's interviewing people. And this guy comes up and he's like, fuck her right in the pussy. Because he, you know, much like the first guy thinks it's hilarious. And she's she's mad because, I mean, um, she hears this every single time, like five, six, seven times a day because she's the live lady that goes to wherever and does live stuff. And people say that to her all the time. And she got really mad. And she's like, did you guys just wait here so that you could say that into the camera? Is that what you did? And she's like, it's degrading. And then this one guy's like, no, it's fucking funny, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you know, when you say that to me, it's degrading. It's degrading against women. It's degrading to me, yada, yada. And uh, he went on about how he thought it was funny and it's, it's not degrading. And here's the bottom line. Okay, the man was an engineer for Hydro One in Toronto. He, Hydro's, I don't know like a, an electrical I don't I don't really get what it is but it's like a big deal so he's an engineer he lost a hundred thousand dollar a year job because guess what Facebook and Twitter you're easy to find so they tracked this guy down and his employer fired him because of his inappropriate behavior there's two schools of thought on this one the first one being when you're off work do whatever the fuck you want you can be an asshole it doesn't matter the second thought being you're a fucking adult with an adult job that works for a huge corporation are you responsible to them? Like your behavior outside of work reflects on who they've hired. And if you decide to make really, really strong statements on TV, you should be held accountable. Now I am at a crossroads here because I'm, I'm a little kid inside. Like I'm a nine-year-old boy who thinks that fucker right in the pussy thing is kind of funny, but I'm also a woman who can see that this other woman who's a reporter and trying to be taken seriously has to look at guys that scream that at her from passing cars, wherever she's trying to do her newscast because she's a woman. And that would enrage me. So I get it. Do I think this guy should have been fired? Oh, man, I don't know. It just kind of sucks to lose a really good job if you're an engineer. Like, is he going to get hired again? Because now he's the fucker right in the pussy guy. There's actually a hashtag. I think it's, well, it's the acronym for fucker right in the pussy. And I will continue to say that as much as I want because this is my show and I don't feel degraded. Plus, when Heather blasts this one, I can say fucker right in the pussy a hundred thousand times. She can actually hit repeat and just keep, keep playing it over and over. Anyway, I don't know. It's kind of sucks. Like you, yeah, you got a little too much to drink and who hasn't? I mean, I pretty much gave myself alcohol poisoning and acted like an asshole in front of my girlfriend's parents. So what if they were like, mm, you know what? You said some pretty stupid things there. We don't want you dating our daughter anymore because of this one stupid thing he said. Well, several stupid things, but in one conversation. So really it's one stupid thing. And then she says to him, the reporter asks him, do you think your mom would find this funny? And he said, eventually, eventually she'd find it funny. So look, bottom line is, I don't think he should have lost his job over it. I'm sure someone's going to disagree with me because it is degrading to women and he is kind of a fucking idiot. But I think public humiliation would have been plenty for this guy. Send him to room, to his room without his dinner or the internet or porn would have been fine. He would have been publicly humiliated. His coworkers would have talked shit about him. That would have been punishment enough, but costing a guy $100,000 a year job for being an idiot, like, 
treat an idiot like an idiot and make him feel like an idiot. I'm sure he's very ashamed of himself and he's embarrassed and he's been publicly humiliated and he's the fucker right in the pussy guy, which is just as good as being Monica Lewinsky, isn't it? Okay, you're right. It's a, it's a stretch. But still, like, that's who he is now. Like, he could have been that with his engineering job and it would have... Eh, anyway. Okay, so I don't think he should have been fired. Don't send me emails because I don't want to hear your opinion. Okay, that's about it for me. God, what a long show. What a long fucking show. Okay, I'm out of here. Um, you guys have a good week. And um, I'm going to end this as awkwardly as I can. And mission accomplished. Okay. All right. Okay, bye-bye now. Yeah.